we're going to start on Lamed Gimel, Amad Aleph, my Berei de Rabna. Um, just very quickly, um, what we had yesterday was uh, um, a Rapapa, a Talmidi Rapapa and Rapapa. You remember there was a chilek of, um, of, a chilek of what happens if Pachis, there was a Bryce that said that if you eat through Mapachis Mekazayas, you pay only Karen, but not Choymish. Uh, and we said that talking about that there is a, um, but there is at least a Shavapruta, and therefore you pay the Karen. Tamidi Papa said this must not be like Abashal, because Abashal, if you remember the other day, we had a Machlaikis between Tanakama and Abashal. Tanakama said, what's, this, what's the amount that you need in order to be Chayiv? Is a Kedeachila, which is a Kazayis. Abashal said, it's enough that it's a Pruta. So, <coughs> Tamid Papa said the Bryce that said Bachas Mekazayis you pay Karen and not Choymish is not like Abashal because Abashal says that if there is a Shavu Pruta which is th- this case is a Shavu Pruta it's a minimum a Shavu Pruta you don't pay so it's not like Abashal so Rapapa came and said no this Bryce is going even um, Abashal what we got wrong is Abashal is not arguing with the Tanakama Tanakama said it has to be Kazayis Abashal said, in addition, Kazai said, also has to be Shavaputa. So that's the main thing you have to, to take away from this. But Papa said that Abashal said, you need two things. It's both things that apply. When you eat a truma, truma it's, and it's, uh, it has to be, in order to be problematic, it has to be a truma, uh, I mean, uh, uh, um, Kazayas, and at least a Shavaputa. Um, and then we brought a Brysa that, that uh, it was a question on, on Rapapa, doesn't matter, it didn't sound like that. And then, and then the, basically the whole Gemara, most of the rest of the Gemara yesterday was showing how Rapapa himself was choizeh from this idea. There was a whole long Brysa and there was at the very end of that Brysa that pretty clearly said that Abba Shol said that only a pruta is what drives it, but not, not um, Kazayas. So clearly... Um, Rapapa was Choyzeh himself, and basically where we stood is that Abashal learns that it's only a Shavapruta, that's what makes a difference, and Tanakama learns it's the test is Kazayis. Now, in this whole Brysa that we brought, we had a um, um, a, a Kavachoymer, this Brysa that we brought this to show Hadabe Rapapa, we had this Kavachoymer, right? The Gemara was saying that how do I know that by Me'ila you don't bring a carbon when when uh, you eat it b'mezid, when you're a mile b'mezid, only b'shoigig you bring. So there's a pasuk, there's a pasuk clearly in the Torah that says that only b'mala b'shkaga, I don't remember the exact words, that only b'shoigig you bring the carbon. And the Gemara was saying, but why do I need a pasuk? The chayra, I have a kavachoymer. What's the kavachoymer? If shar mitzvahs, if other mitzvahs, like chaylev, dam, all the other kinds of other things that you're over, the rule is you get karis, which the Gemara said is a, is a more hammer than Misa than the Misa B'day Shemaim. You get cars and you don't bring a carbon when you do it B'meizid. Then Koshik and Me'ila, which is only Chiv Misa B'day Shemaim, you also don't bring a carbon. Um, um, and then, I just want to make sure that I'm saying enough over here before I get to the next Territz, going back to yesterday. Um, um, yeah, and then the Gemara, but then the Gemara was Doichet that Kavachoyim. The Gemara was saying, no, maybe... Misa B'day Shemaim is more Chamer. So the Gemara was asking, what's going on? Which one is more Chamer? Karis or Misa B'day Shemaim? What are you jumping? You're jumping from one to the next. So the Gemara answers, this is where we're up to. My Bray, the Rabbi Amar. 
What the Brisa meant when the when the when the Brisa first said there was a kava chaimer shar mitzvah is karis and you don't bring a carbon then certainly meila which is misa b'nei shemaim you don't bring a carbon is this is what the Gemara said loyim amid b'shar mitzvahs you know what the 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 upshlag on the thing is is im amat b'shar mitzvahs you know why b'shar mitzvahs you get. Um, um, you, you don't bring a carbon mazid. Shaloi asabahen she ain't miskaven ki miskaven. All mitzvahs in the Torah, we don't treat the ain't miskaven like miskaven. Like, for example, by Shabbos, in miskaven nachtach is a talish, bechatach is a mechuber, potter. Time be meilo she miskaven is ham begize chulen is ham begize oila. Mal. Basically, by Shabbos, there's a den of misasek. Even though there is a concept of shoigig, shoigig is a little different. Shoigig means you know what you're doing, you know the malacha you're doing, you just don't realize it's Shabbos. Or you realize it's Shabbos, you just don't realize that this malacha is wrong on Shabbos. But what happens if you know it's Shabbos, you know everything, but you think that you're cutting something that is totally disconnected. You're coming with your, with your knife and you're, cutting some, you're putting a knife through something that you thought was already disconnected. That's called a misasek, okay? Or ain't a miskavin. That, we say, is potter. So he's saying that your kavachomer falls because the reason why we're more maker by shar mitzvahs is you're right. Shar mitzvahs, there's karis, very chamer. Karis is very chamer. But shar mitzvahs, there's a kula in them. What's the kula? That you're not chayev or you're not in the miskavid. However, by me'ilah, that's not the rule. Me'ilah, you're chayev even if it's in the miskavid. What happens if I was Moel Behektish and I thought that I'm using Gizei Chulen and I don't realize that it's Gizei Sever, that it's Gizei Hektish, right? It's wool of Hektish. I'm Chayev. What do you see from that? You see that Me'ila is more Chamer. Meaning, you wanted, again, what was the Bryce? The Bryce made a Kav It said, if all the mitzvahs in the Torah were there's a Chi of Kharis, which is much more Chamer, you are potter from bringing a carbon, so call shikane meila, which is a misabide shamayim, which is more kal. Of course, you're going to be potter from the from a, from a carbon when you do bemezid. And the gemara answers, no, it's not a good kavachaim. Why is it not a good kavachaim? Because shai mitzvahs, there is a kula with them. What's the kula? The kula is that ain miskavin is not chayim. Maybe that's why you don't bring a carbon bemezid. But Toyma Bemeila, where it is coming. But Nachman Bayitzchak, he pretty much says the same thing. There's actually a question, Rashi points out, we're not going to get into it. What is the difference between these two things? So we're just going to read it very quickly. But he's saying the same upshlag on the Kavachoymer. Hachikamer. Loyim Amit Bisham Mitzvah Shekelam Mishaiben and Misasak and Misasak. She miskaven the Hakbiya Hesatolish Machasad Machuba. Again, you wanted to cut off something and you thought it was detached and it was detached. Potter, time of meila, by meila, it's not like that. If you stick your hand into something and you think that it's chulin and it turns out to be hakdish, you're considered a moyel. Oh, so meila has more chumra because meila has a more a, a more chumra aspects to it. That's why you would think that maybe you should be high of a carbon uh, when you do it b'meizit. Kamash malan. That's why I needed a pasuk and I could not count on my kavachaymer. That, that concludes yesterday. I wanted to finish it yesterday because it was sort of continuing the whole thing, but whatever. We concluded part one of today's daf. Now there's part two. Part two goes back a little bit to yesterday also. The Brysa mentioned two days ago is Bamed Var Mamurim. When does we talk about Trumas Chametz, right? Trumas Chametz has no value. You remember we had the question of value or volume. How do you pay back? So we said Bamed Var Mamurim. When does Trumas Chametz 
When does it become Kaddish? Only Misha Mafish Truma Vehmitza. If you first were Mafish the Truma, and then it became Chametz. That's how you have a Truma that is Chametz. But if you were Mafish Chametz Truma, the Diva Kalan Deshe says, if you took a slice of bread and you tried making a Truma right now, that doesn't work. Because you cannot make on Pesach, we're talking about. On Pesach, you cannot take something that is already Chametz and make it, and make it uh, Truma. Where do you get this idea? How do you know? So he says this based on a pasuk. It says by a truma you give it to the kohen. It means you have to give it to a kohen, not to give it to the fire. Because if you take a piece of challah on Pesach and you and you make a truma, you can't give it to the kohen. You can give it to the fire, and that's not called a truma. Truma has to be something that you can give to someone. So if you started with truma and then it became chametz, then perhaps it, it, it works because it was truma. It caught on. But to make truma on chametz pesach impossible doesn't work. Master Ravuna Beredi Rav Yeshua, is that so? Are you telling me that you cannot make something that people the kohanim can't eat? But what about We have a Mishnah that says that you're not allowed to take Chuma from I have a basket of, of tar apples and I have a basket of tamer apples. I put them all together and I say I'm going to take Chuma from the tamer apples to be part of my tar apples. You're not allowed to do it. But if you did it, it works. Wait, stop. How does it work? Tamer apples, the Kohanim can't eat. They can't eat. So what are they going to do with it? Burn it. You just told me that you cannot effectuate truma if the truma automatically needs to get burned. So how is it different? How is it different than Chametz Pesach that the Kayin can't eat? Truma Tmeya, he also can't eat. So he says, Loi Kashi, this different. Hasam, over there by Truma Tmeya, Haisa Loi Shasa Koisher. There was a moment in time in the apple's life that you were able to be Makdashit um, for truma. But Hacha, over here, we're talking about this chametz. When, when, the, when we say, when Amamar said that if the thing is chametz, you cannot make truma, we're talking about shaloi haisaloi shasa koisha. Now you're going to ask me, what does that mean? Everything in the world, before Pesach, it had a moment in time that it was able to, it wasn't chametz, right? It only became chametz and Pesach. So what do you mean? So he says, Udaloi haisaloi shasa koisha How do you have something in the world that didn't have a shasa koisha? So he says, Kegoin de achmetz b'mechuber. You cannot give truma when the fruit is still connected to the ground. So what happens if, let's say, I take a stalk of chita, of, of wheat, and it's on the ground, and it gets wet. So on the ground, it got so wet, I, I don't know the all the halachas of how things are, but apparently, if it gets wet, it can become chametz, right? If it sits there and that, it becomes chametz. Ah, it became chametz, it means that at the first second, when you cut it, when it becomes eligible for truma, it's already chametz. It's already no good. It never had a shasakosha. Oh, if it never had a shasakosha, that's what Mar meant to say that you cannot take, you cannot make chuma on something that is chametz. But, however, um, chuma tmeya, where the apple at one point was a good apple, right? It was a good apple in the basket. Then, you shouldn't do it. But if you did it, but the evidence works. Amalei in. Yes, he told him, that's true. That's exactly what I mean. That the only time that you cannot make truma is if the if the object never had a shasa kosher, meaning it became chametz in its stalk while it was still connected to the ground. And he told him, "True, it's that's that's what I'm saying." And Bigzeris even he poured in him a pasuk from from uh, from the from the Tanakh that it says, 
Meaning these are like holy words of Malachim, and, and that's the halacha in the base medrash. Asa Rabuna, Bereid Rabbi Yeshua, Amar, Amar, Amar Kra, Rashis, he says a little differently. The reason why, because the Torah calls Chuma Rashis, it sounds like Rashis, it means that there's Shirayim. There's a Rashis that is good, and the Shirayim could be edible. But Chuma, where the Shirayim is not edible for Kayhanim, like Chametz Pesach, that does not work. Yatsa Sazush, ain't Shirayim Nikarim, and therefore, um, 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 what's his name? Uh, the, by Chametz Pesach, there's nothing left over, there's no remnant that could be used by the Kayhan. Therefore, it's not a Chuma. Okay? Um, fine. Um, Yasser Rav Acha Bar Rav Avia Kamedi Rav Chizda Yasser Rav Mishmedi Rav Biachavad. Next, this is the, another new thing now. So even if you missed everything until now, this is a new item. Um, if you have grapes that are tummy, tummy grapes, what do you do? And you're trying to get <coughs> the wine out from them. You could do darchan pachis pachis mikabeya Okay, two things that that you have to understand by by um, anavim by by tuma. First of all, tuma does, is not transmitted unless the object that is transmitting the tuma is at least a size of a kabeya. Meaning, if I have uh, apple, a, a slice, a, a tiny slice of apple, and it came in contact with some tuma. Even if that in itself is tamer, well, let's say I, I cut a slice, I had a whole, whole apple, it became tamer, it came in contact with, with something tamer. So the apple is tamer. Now I take a small slice of it, okay, which is a less than a kabea, it has no ability to transmit tumor. Okay? No ability. I'm just saying rule number one. And uh, okay, the, the second rule the Gemara will speak about. Okay, so anavim shinitmu, now you have these grapes, they're tamer. What the Gemara is giving you a suggestion, if you want to get kosher, tar, not kosher, but tahardic wine out of it, what you could do is take grapes that are less than a kabea and press them. Because then the juices that will come out of them are not coming in contact with a grape that is, that is the right shear. Alma, now, the Gemara points out, kasavar mashkin mifkat pkidi. What you have to say, you see, on its face, if you were to tell me this, I would say, what are you talking about? If the grape is Tameh, then the juice is part of the grape, right? It's all part of it. It's all Tameh. The Gemara says, no, must mean this Raisa, because they're giving you this Eitzah, must mean that the juices are like in their own cavity, in their own, there's like a little pocket in the grape, and that's where this juice is stored. It's not part of the grape. Because it's not part of the grape, so even though the grape itself may be tamer, the juice is not tamer. Now, what's your concern? That when I squeeze the juice out, at that moment, it touches the grape. So if it touches the grape, it becomes tamer. The Gemara says, I have an answer for you. Press it when it's less than a sheer kabeah, right? Then it's not the right sheer. It has no ability to transmit tumor. So now, your juice, which was in its own cavity in the, in the, in the grape, is going to come out and is going to come in contact with the grape, but guess what? The grape is not big enough in order to transmit them. If that's the rule, the rule is that you don't have to be less than a kabea in order not to transmit tumor. Even a kabea, kabea bichlal, meaning kabea nami, even if it's exactly a sheer bea, it has no ability to transmit tumor. So why did the Eitzah, why did the Brysa say? In order to to, um, to avoid the, 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 the tumor, to, tran- 
to, to pass on. Make sure that it's less than a kabea. Why didn't the Brisa say, keep it a kabea or less? If you want to do less, that's great. But even if you do it exactly a kabea, it shouldn't be a problem. So he says, you're right. It is true. But hasam di'evid. You're right. I could have told you, do it exactly a kabea and you would be fine also because the sheer kabea has no ability to transmit tumma. But if you came to me and I'm the Rav and you ask me, I wouldn't tell you to do your kabea because I tell you to do your kabea, you're going to end up doing a drop more than a kabea and guess what? You messed it up because the, if it's a little bit more than a kabea, it will transmit tumma. So I will always tell you, do less than a kabea. Because I know human error, people make mistakes and they'll end up doing a little bit more. But Bediyevid, after the fact, if you came and told me, listen, Rabbi, I, I, I took a, uh, a sheer kabea and I pressed it and the juices came out, I will say, well, if it was exactly a kabea, you're good to go. You have nothing to worry about. Okay? So Bediyevid didn't like this idea. He says, a juice in, in the grape, it's not part of the grape. Well, what is this? Like, it's, it's, it's standing there on its own, independently, in some cavity, separate from the rest. Alma Kasava, Rav Chizda learned, He doesn't have this concept that the juice is separate from the grape. He's saying, There's no such a, don't give me eights like this. The juice is part of the grape. If the grape is tamen, the juice is tamen. So Rav Achabaravia responded back to him. He says, You don't agree that juices are considered as if they are in their own cavity? They're separate? There is a Mishnah that says clearly that if I, I came in contact with a mace, I touched the corpse, okay? I touched it right now. And then I go ahead and I squeeze um, and, the, and the Mishnah says that if I used a size of a kabea or less, the juice is good. How is the juice good? As soon as I touch the grape, you're telling me the grape is tummy. If the grape is tummy, the juice is tummy, right? If you learn that the juice is part of the grape, it's not in its own cavity, then what is this? Why does this Mishnah tell you otherwise? This Mishnah says I can spare, the, the juice is spared. So he says, Amalei, Rav Chizda responded, no. You know why? He says, no, what happened was over here, the reason why it wasn't a problem was, we took a grape, remember, in order for, for any food item to become tamer, to be susceptible to tamer, it has to be wet. We're talking about that what happened was, I touched a corpse, so I'm tamer mace. Now, I took a grape that never came in contact with water. So when I touched this grape, anything happened to the grape? No because the grape never, was never susceptible to tumor. What's going to happen when I squeeze the grape, there's going to be juice. So the juice is going to make it susceptible to tumor. Ah, so you know what an Eitzah will tell you? Take very small pieces, right? Less than a kabea, And then, even though it becomes tumor, it won't make the juice tumor anymore. Because as soon as the juice comes out, that's when it becomes tamer, but it won't become tamer because it can't transmit tumor because it's less than kabea. It won't even accept the tumor, okay? Deloite mahachi, he says, I'll prove to you that the mashkin um, um, are, are in a, um, if you're going to tell me that they are in, a, in this own cavity, right? And that's how it works. The way you said it, Hadetanya, it says, you remember, this was also two days ago, or yesterday actually, um, we said, um, you remember the Machlekes of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yechanan um, Benuri? They were talking about whether or not chametz Pesach, if you have to pay back the coin for the truma. 
Rabbi Akiva says you pay best of value and there's no value in them. So there's nothing to pay back the coin because Chametz Pesach, what is the coin? The coin didn't lose anything. Rabbi Yechan and Benuri responded back. He was saying that you do have to pay, not because there's value. You remember that was the whole thing. He wasn't going like a basic leader, but because just because you pay back by volume. And if you pay back by volume, you got to pay back, even if it's not worth anything. And Rabbi Akiva then responded in the end. He said, Chametz Pesach, which has no value, is like Tutim Be'anavim. It's like strawberries and anavim that have no value. Why do they have no value? Because you can't even use them for firewood, right? Why can't you use them for firewood? Because they have juices in them and you can't use it for firewood. What are you talking about? According to you, the juices in fruit are in their own cavity and their own separate thing and they're not... The, so why did you, Rabbi Akiva, compare it to Tubin and Anavim and say that there's no value to the coin, right? If it becomes Tameh. That's not true. Give it to the coin. You know what the coin is going to do with it when you give him these, um, these uh, Thomas strawberries? Yeah, you're right. He can't eat the strawberry, but he can press them at, in small portions and then the juices that come out of them are good. But he didn't say that. He said it's no good. Don't give it. There's no loss to the coin, no harm to the coin because there's nothing he could do with it. Why are you talking about this? There's nothing he could do with it. Elamai must mean the juices are not in a cavity on their own. A juice is part of the fruit. If the fruit's no good, then the whole thing is no good. Amarava. So he says, nah, that's not the reason. Over there, you want to know why over there he said, don't give it to, to the Koyanim? Because what's going to happen? You're going to give Koyan a true matme, you're going to give him a, 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 a tamadik, a, a, a grape, and you're going to tell him, ah, I have eights for you, go press them one at a time, less than a kazayis, less than a, than, than a kabeah. Very likely the coin is going to come to make a mistake. He's going to end up pressing it when it's more than a kabeah, and he's going to transmit tuma, and he's going to end up eating tuma with tuma. So we're not going to tell you you can do something like that. So therefore, it's valueless. Meaning, though, you're right. There is an eitzah, but it's a bad eitzah. We're never going to give to a, a. We're never going to tell a yid go give your local kohen a tamadika grape because. And the coin can figure out a way to get to squeeze the juices out and have enough from them. Because we don't want them. We don't want Kayanim to do things like that. Are we really worried about the color? What about Tanya? It says in the Bryce, Kayanim allowed to take the pass and the and, and shemen that is Tamin. They're allowed to take it and use it in fire. Why aren't you worried, worried that as they put it in the fire, they're going to come and take a little bite out of the bread? A little bit of oil they'll dip. Why aren't you worried? You tell me you're worried. You tell me don't give them the tamadika grapes even though there's a way that they can get the juices out because maybe they, they'll end up getting a tummy. Why don't you say the same thing? What happens is over there you are putting the pass and the shemesh and the in a disgusting place. You put it already between the firewood and between, it becomes dirty and, and disgusting. And therefore, once it's dirty and disgusting, you have no concern that the coin will come and eat it. Whereas, by tutim and anavim, if you're going to give it to them, it looks beautiful, it looks nice. So, but the only caveat is you got to press them, you know, one piece at a time. That we, not, we don't want you to give such a thing to the coin.